Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our fall road tour powered by Toro, Jobber, Entrepreneur Academy, and Ballard Products. We are traveling the Midwest, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. We're here in Iowa. I'm with Corey Ballard from Ballard Products and uh, Perfect Cut Lawn Care. Yep. So, it snowed, Corey. It did. We got a couple inches of snow on Sunday, and then it snowed like six, seven, eight inches um, yesterday. So, it's been kind of crazy, which is throwing our our uh, year off our fall off i should say so we got to get this supposed to be 80 on thursday it'll melt quick but then the highs next week are in the 30s so iowa that's iowa weather so sorry if you'd have been here last week it was pretty nice yeah what's with this uh chicago cubs you're a cubs fan i am a cubs fan um it's been a tough run but i was at game seven when they won the world series so that was kind of cool yeah i was in the bathroom and i noticed that i'm a big cleveland indians fan i'm from ohio so i'm like going through these wounds again 10th inning, Cubs won, man. Yeah, we, Extra innings. we were there. I, I caught a couple of the games um, at San Francisco in the NLDS and then um, decided the night of game six, because we thought they were going to lose, right? I right. mean, and they're winning game six, and I call a buddy and I said, hey, let's go to game seven. This is a once in a lifetime. You know, they might not be back for 100 years. With, and I, so me and a buddy booked a flight, got tickets, and we flew to Cleveland and, uh, watched the game and it was amazing and uh and so it's been kind of a letdown since and i'm also a viking fans with you know and football and so that's that ship sailed <laughs> for the year and you're, you're i mean your cleveland team's doing better kevin stefanski he came over from minnesota yeah you guys are doing better i gave you a hard time on our podcast about the browns but now now we're one and five and pretty pathetic yeah well, you, Corey, you've been in this industry for a long time. So what was your first yard? How'd you get started cutting grass? We'll, we'll get to how you got to here, but how did it all start? Yeah, so um, I've told this story a lot, so I won't bore you guys with the, the long details of it. But, you know, real simply, um, uh, yeah, I've got a moped sitting right here. Kind of a, This is the whole reason I actually started mowing grass. But So I had a moped that wasn't very fast, and these new YSR Yamahas came out, and so I said to my dad, I want one of these Yamaha YSRs. And he's like, oh, they're $1,400. And this is a long time ago. And he's like, you know, we can't afford that. He said, you better go get a job. And, and so the only thing I know how to do at that time is go cut some grass. And I mowed the yard. And, and I, so I grabbed my dad's lawnmower. And I just started going door to door. And um, you've heard that story a lot from a lot of guys where you just go door to door. And um, I must have been convincing enough. But here's a 15-year-old a kid or 14 and a half at the time. And and so I started going door to door, talking to people and, and, you know, picked up 10 or 12 lawns. Right. And, um, 
And so now I'm making a little bit of money and I got my dad's snapper push mower. And yeah. after about, you know, two months, he's like, Hey dude, you're going to have to, you're ruining my mower. You're going to have to buy your own. You got some cash. And, um, so that kind of just evolved from there. You know, by the time I was, I got my driver's license, I bought a trailer and I had one crew. So you had a business Corey and you didn't even have a driver's license that I was pulling. So I was riding a moped and I was pulling the mower and I had the string trimmer and blower bungee corded on yeah. just super cool, which worked, but I had them all pretty close. They were all within a mile, which if the cops would have saw me, it was not legal, but, uh, you know, and then by the time I was a senior in high school, we had a couple mowing crews and I had guys working for me. Um, outside of, um, so I'm in school, yeah. I'm meeting the guys in the morning, giving them their old paper route sheets, the old school. Yeah. And then I would get out. I was in a program my senior year that I got out at noon. I'd meet whichever crew was behind and we would just mow grass. And, um, you know, we, we lived in Ankeny here, which is a growing community. Um, had a lot of friends and connections. My mom owned a business and we just knew enough people that, you know, opportunities just kept opening up and opening up and, and so, you know, it started as just a mowing company only, residential, started getting a few commercial properties. And then, you know, kind of over the years, got surrounded by some really good people, um, just went out and hustled, you know. How did you get, as a high school kid, how did you get these guys working for you to listen to a high school kid? I mean, that seems pretty yeah, tough. Yeah, good question, because we just talked about this on another podcast, as I had Alex Kirby on with Trifecta, who's 28 years old. He's got a lot of guys much older working yeah. for him. and. Um, I think I've always had a pretty good ability to, to, I think, motivate guys, or at least they understood that I, I was willing to work just as hard, if not harder than they were. I'd meet them there in the morning. I would be there at the end of the night. I mean, um, they weren't way older. These were guys that maybe had just graduated a couple of years before. So mm -hmm. it wasn't like they were much older. But as we grew the company, you know, I started hiring guys, you know, I'm 22, 23, they're in their 40s. And um, there were certainly some times where guys would be like, hey, I've been doing this 20 years and you've been doing it four. And um, and so you just have to hopefully explain your vision, what you're trying to do. Um, but I also recognized pretty early on that, um, I'm not brilliant. I'm not, I wasn't the smartest guy. I just tried to hire people that were better than me, smarter than me, give them, um, responsibility and let them run with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, when, you know, when you do that, um, you can seem to get great results if you hire good people. And I was just good at, I think, motivating people and I worked, just, I mean, I just, and I still do to this day. I just try to work uh, as hard as I can possibly work. And I don't, again, I don't think I'm brilliant. I just try to outwork you. So when you got started out of high school, you were still one crew. When did the thing start expanding to a second crew? Yeah, we had a second crew that really my senior year, we had a couple trucks going and, and just mowing grass. And then, you know, a few years down the road, we had the opportunity to, to get into chemical, you know, lawn apps, fertilization, you know, weed control. So I hired a guy with experience and, and got him in the door. And then we realized quickly that we needed an irrigation tech. Um, and then just over the years, we just, our customers kind of dictated what we were doing. They were saying, Hey, I really wish you guys could landscape. Yeah. Well, okay. Let me go find a landscape designer. You know, I really wish you guys could do my irrigation. We got Joe's, you know, Joe does my irrigation and you mow. And so we just kind of started to, um, expand based on the requests of our customers. And over the years, we got into some stuff that we got out of, you know, at one point we were into parking lot sweeping and quickly realized that's not <laughs> what we do. But customers were saying, why can't you guys, you know, you do the snow and ice control. Why can't you sweep? Yeah. We'll buy a sweeper, right? Well, yeah. we're not sweeper. We got out of that quickly. Yeah. But, um, so we just, we just grew it over the course of time. Um, a guy named Matt Bowman who runs the day to day at perfect cut today joined me just as an, uh, an employee. And, and he had an amazing talent of, sales. I think I had a really good knack for figuring out how to get the work done. And we were a good team. Um, 
my dad had been laid off at the company he was at. So I had him, he came in and was working on the equipment because I'm not a mechanic. Yeah. So I'm like, if you can keep, and we had junk, by the way, we ran, we ran, we bought trucks at auctions. We bought used mowers. We kept our overhead as low as possible, ran out of a place similar to this, but even older. And um, so we just, you know, our timing was right. And, and we, we just put in a ton of work. We made a ton of connections. We did good work. Um, we never said no, which I think was important mm-hmm. um, at the time. Now I would, convince guys to say no all the time when it doesn't fit your business model. But mm-hmm. we just took on every opportunity that came at us. And, um, you know, I say a lot that it, if I were to start over, I couldn't have done what we did t- today because in, in with all the knowledge that I've gained over 25 years, you think you could do it better today. But the truth is, you know, you don't know what you don't know. I had no fear of failure. I didn't, um, we just worked, worked, work, and and the economy just was growing. And we and then our friends, the people that I knew, were getting jobs here. And this guy's a superintendent for this construction company, mm. and they're building. And he said, "Hey, you guys want to do our landscape and irrigation?" Yeah. And so our network was just great. And we also had an opportunity to hire a lot of people because we were young enough that we knew guys that were maybe going to the community college or weren't quite sure if they wanted to go to college. They wanted to work for a couple of years. Yeah. So we kind of had our pick of the litter of all these young kids that we knew that wanted to work. And so we had employees, you know, we kind of had, it was easier to get guys back then because we were much younger and connected. Yeah. We're going to hear more from Corey Ballard here in Frigid, Iowa, coming right up. Ballard Innovative Products is a full line of gear for the lawn and landscape professional. From mower gear, safety gear, trailer racks, equipment securement, equipment servicing tools, aerators, mower blades, and much more to make you efficient, effective, safe, and profitable in the field. Be sure to check out the Catch Pro Aluminum Bagger and the Ballard Blades and X-Blade combination to dominate this fall. With over 20 years of selling accessories and 30 years in the business, we're sure we've got something you can't live without. Use coupon code FALLTOUR at ballard com to save 10% off anything on the website during the month of October. That's ballard-inc.com, promo code FALLTOUR, and the link will be in the show description. Are you ready for GIE Plus Expo? Yes, GIE Plus Expo is coming to you now. It's GIEExpo2Go.com, your new online connection to hundreds of new products, industry resources, and solutions to help you grow your business. GIE Expo to Go is packed with your favorite exhibitors' latest innovations, demo videos, event links, and more. Plus, you can set up your own My2Go show planner to gain exclusive access to show specials and discounts. Test Jet is all free. So what are you waiting for? Go to GIE GIEExpo2Go.com and start exploring today. You know, it sure would be nice to take our marketing and branding to the next level. Everyone always seems to have the best marketing materials, the best business cards, the best postcards. If I wasn't so busy mowing lawns all day, I'd probably have some cool designs too. I mean, where do people find the time to do all this stuff? I know I need to get new customers, and I know what I need to do. I just don't have the time to do it. I wish there was a better way. Hey guys, we wanted to make you aware of a brand new program that's now available for you guys exclusively at thelaundrepreneuracademy.com. Brian has now made available a brand new program, which includes four downloadable postcard templates designed to help you guys grow your business. 
four unique theme postcard templates are now available for you in a plug-and-play fashion. Simply add your company name, company logo, and phone number, and you're ready to rock and roll. These four designs are great for any lawn and landscaping business owner looking to take their marketing to the next level. The training program contains a spring, summer, fall, and winter theme postcard, all for one low price of $99. Take the stress and hassle out of trying to design your own templates and postcards and use these to quickly grow your business. Now available exclusively at LaunchpreneurAcademy.com. The Green Industry Podcast Fall Tour continues. Once again, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. All right, guys, we're back here with Corey Ballard. And you said something before our commercial break that really kind of hit a string with me about learning to say no. And let me preface this because you're out there mowing the yard and then the lady comes out, the homeowner, and says, you know, hey, Joe does the fertilizer and Rick does the irrigation and we really want a company who can do it all. Mm -hmm. So how do you handle that demand? Because that's a very common request in this industry without biting off more than you can chew. You talked about saying no. Kind of walk us through what you've learned over the last few decades with that. Yeah, that's a good one because a lot of guys I talk to say, you know, I really, you know, I've got this, all these opportunities coming at me. Hey, can you do my holiday lights? It's coming up on winter time. And I, you know, but they don't have the skill or they don't know it's not rocket science, but it is if you don't know how to do it. Right. Um, and so we started recognizing we, so we started subcontracting. and we hired a, you know, a company to spray for them and a company to do the irrigation. Cause we wanted to be the point of contact. We wanted to kind of hold the power of that client, both residential and when we started getting some commercial. And um, so for us, we just, Again, we started trying to hire people. Who do we know that does lawn apps that uh, that we think has experience and that maybe, you know, so we bought a small guy. He had one truck. He had a lot of experience. We we, we bought him out and he joined us to do lawn apps and um, irrigation. I ran an ad and I hired a guy that just graduated um, uh, uh, Iowa Western, I believe, here in, in Iowa. Just to, and he so he had installed irrigation, and we just started doing irrigation service. And um, you know, we made some mistakes along the way. And and then landscape, like I said, um, I knew a guy that had worked for another landscape company, and he wasn't that happy. And I said, Hey, you want to join us? We're growing. You know, you can be a residential landscape designer. And and so we just kept trying to hire people with more experience because I again I didn't know how to design landscape or work yeah. on irrigation and. So we just kept trying to hire the right people, um, you know, and it's, again, without any fear, I never worried about, you know, man, well, do we have enough work for them? We, we felt like as long as we kept hustling, we would have the work for them. And, um, and we had, an, we, you know, work was just getting thrown at us and we just kept the gas pedal down on getting more and more work. And, um, and just again, kept saying yes to everything in the beginning, because when you're, when you're new and you're just trying to create revenue at the time, you know. You want to weed eat our ditches? Oh, sure. And you were weed eating ditches, you know. And, um, you know, today we don't have to do that stuff, thank God. But yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's important, again, to always get just to hire great people. Look for people around you with experience. Maybe there's somebody you can team up with. Maybe it's a partnership. Maybe not. Um, you know, but with people with diverse skills, um, that makes sense. And, um, you know, sometimes you can hire those guys. Sometimes you can subcontract. It just depends on how your business model works. What do you think? We got so many guys that are in their first, second year that listen to the podcast, listen to Fullerton's podcast, you know, listen to the Green Grind podcast. And we get asked these questions. What's a good package of services to offer? Mowing, edging, trimming, blowing, furt and squirt, the landscaping. Like, wh- how do you draw the line? What, what What's the mixture of what you should offer? Because I was just with Britt Dowd. Mm-hmm. Kansas, he only does furt and squirt. Yep, and I've then, asked him the same thing. Like, why do then, you, you've got the opportunity to do more. Yeah, so what have you kind of, what's been your um, learning curve of this is a good 
um, grouping of services to, to offer? Well, yeah, I think every business model is a little different, but if you have the client and you have the client's trust, um, you should try to be their one-stop shop if you can. Um, it, it, you know, you should, if you're mowing it, I um, mean, a lot of guys just start, we're going to cut the grass, right? Mm-hmm. But why are you not pruning the shrubs? You know, why are you not edging? Mm-hmm. You know, if they've got some dead shrubs, can you not replace them? Um, you might not be a design build guy that's going to put in a, a patio and a fire pit, but mm-hmm. that's okay. That That's a kind of a different skill set and a hardscape set, but mm-hmm. you know, um, and they're paying True Green or whoever to do the lawn apps. Right. But you're already there. You're there once a week. Um, and it's a kind of a low, you know, barrier of entry. You can take some online classes. You can, you know, a site one will set you up with the right chemicals. And so I think there's a lot of opportunity to maximize if you've got 50 customers. And a lot of guys go, I need 200 customers. I'm like, well, what if you just did all the services for those 50? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't need 200, right. you know, and so you can get more out of your existing customer base. You've got their trust already. They'd rather write one check and get one bill from from Joe's lawn care than having all these other companies out there providing services for them. So I do think that there's opportunity to um, maximize your value with your existing customer base. Um, and then once you have them and have all their services, it's harder for them to switch. And mm-hmm. I, I, not that you, you could do if, they, if you do a bad job, they're going to switch. But right they know who to get a hold of, you know? And the other thing is if you're taking care of the irrigation and you're setting the schedule, you know that you mow it on Friday. So you schedule the irrigation to shut off on Wednesday. So the yard's dry, Mm -hmm. but if you don't, you show up on Friday and and maybe the irrigation guy ran the, maybe the water's running when you show up or he shows up to do the lawn app and you're there mowing. So you can start to build your schedule based on the services you provide based on the schedule laid out for the client's best interest. And so I just think that and you can't do it all at once. You just got to pick. I definitely think mowing guys should get into the lawn apps, the fur and squirt, as you said. Yeah. Um, it's profitable. It's You do have to get some education. If you don't know much about it, you can hire somebody who does, or you can educate yourself in the off season. Um, but it's not super complicated. Um, you know, and then maybe there's just the other small services that, like I said, that just the basic pruning. Mm-hmm. Um Add-on services when stuff's dead, you replace it. Cutbacks on grasses is, and those type uh, of things. Mulch installations a thing here in yeah, Iowa. Exactly. So we remulch every property every spring. There's, there's. That's a great way to generate revenue for us. Early April before the mowing season kicks in, mm-hmm. we we remulch for about six weeks, starting as soon as it the snow you know is gone. Yeah. So you generate, you start generating that cash flow earlier. Um, you get the property looking good. You get the you know the beds edged. You get the pruning, you get the cutbacks. Now you're ready to start your mowing season and ready to go. And then ultimately you can carry that into fall aeration, fall overseeding. Um, if you do snow and if you're doing, if you're talking residential, mm-hmm. most of the time, those people that pay you to do those services probably aren't going to snow below or shovel if you're in a, in a region that's getting snow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just opens the door for a lot more opportunity with a client that already hopefully trust and has value in your services. Okay. Tell us about billing. Cause back in the nineties, you know, it was kind of old school and now we have all the technology. I know you're a big advocate with jobber. So how have you kind of made your billing more efficient and what's the best model now? Did you prepay? Do you pay at the end of the month per service? What have you found makes the customer work best with your cash flow, with the technology? Walk us through kind of where you're at now and how you kind of got there. Yeah. You know, and so we've evolved over the years. So our model is not probably the typical one for our listeners who maybe is, you know, got a couple crews and he's trying to figure out that third crew and how, you know, an office administration person, is it full-time, is it part-time? Um, I, I like the monthly bill. I mean, I like figuring out, you know, what services do we offer and selling somebody a package for the season? It's a six month package. It includes 26 mows, five lawn apps, a fall aeration, a spring mulch, 
two prunes per year. Um, and then there's some a la carte services that you may have on there as well. So but, mulch would be a, a extra? It, well, you ideally, you'd build it into their package. Okay. And so they okay. know that the season's going to cost them, for easy math, six grand. We're going to bill you six um, thousand dollars, you know, a thousand bucks a month for six months. Everything's included. Mm-hmm. If you mow it 24 times, you got two free mows. If you mow it 28, you eat a couple. Okay. But then the client also knows they've got, they know what they're getting. They know what they're paying for. Um, so I really like that. It helps cash flow. It, it takes away from having those awkward conversations. Well, you weren't here five times. You were here four. Right. No, I was, but you were, you know, and I just, I like having it very clear and outlined. Um, it certainly helped our business. We do a, almost all of our contracts are set up seasonal, including mm-hmm. snow and maintenance. Uh, so the client knows exactly what they're going to pay 12 months a year if, if you're in the snow market. And if not, so they're, if it's just a lawn care, full service lawn care contract, it's seven months. And it starts, we start billing April 1st, I'm sorry, March 1st, and it goes throughout the season. They know exactly what they're going to pay, list all the services that we're going to provide. Um, you know, the old days, I can tell you, it was per service, right? So at the end of the month, we're trying to go through bills and figure out, and then we're sending a bill. Sometimes they're questioning it. And then, oh, some, it, some people are late payers. And so we're waiting 30, 60 days to get Checks paid. Checks in the mail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so a lot of companies go to credit card only. We did that on, on some services. We did have some residential line that we still do want. We still do residential lawn apps. And so the FERT program, mm-hmm. um, we still have about 1,100 customers in Des Moines that we do that for the only residential piece we really do we just can't get rid of them they just Mm -hmm. fit or they just work out okay but Mm -hmm. um we offer prepay in the spring with a discount and then we have a credit card on file and Mm -hmm. it just it just makes it so much easier at the end of the month they get their invoice automatically gets ran they get um now with the technology they get emailed that we there's no more mail-in bill you know bills and whether you're using jobber or there's a ton of great software out there and i'm you know i like what jobber does for small companies um you know, I wish it would have been there for us when we were growing our company. We use something different now. So some people go, well, you promote Jobber, but you don't use Jobber. Well, it doesn't fit our platform for our size, but I've been through all their training. I I understand it. Super, for a guy who's just got one or two crews, oh, it's, it's perfect. Super user-friendly. Yeah. You've got everything at your, you know, you can do a service. The client gets an invoice within minutes. You can track your sales. You can do your payroll. You can get, you've got your GPS. They can rate your services. It's just, they, you know, a lot of times when guys don't get paid, what they figure out later, and we figured this out the hard way over, over years, is when we don't get paid, it's probably because maybe we didn't do a good job. But we don't find that out until 30 days later when we call them and say, hey, Mrs. Smith, um, your, your, your invoice is at 45 days. And she says, well, I wasn't happy. Mm. Oh, well, I wish we'd have known that 45 days ago. We could have fixed it. Yeah. And so with all the technology out there right now, I just encourage guys to, to – it's and it's scary for guys because I'm a, I'm a guy I'm still writing notes down. You can see my desk here. I write notes down every day, um, but man, there's so many good softwares that are simple to use that will streamline your business and and let you be good at what you do. I talk to a ton of guys. I do a little consulting in the in the winter, um, and guys are getting home at six seven o'clock. They're eating dinner, putting the kids to bed, and guess what they do from nine to midnight? Billing, Invo- invoicing, billing, yeah. and then you know invo- paying bills, sending bills paying receivables. And if you can streamline that and get part of your life back, what's the value of that? It's a, it's a huge. Absolutely. We're going to kick it back to Mr. Producer back in warm, hot Atlanta. And uh, we'll have more from Corey coming up. 
Is it just me or does it seem like Paul's whining about how cold it is? Come on, man, you're getting soft. I usually don't hear this much complaining out of Ohio boys, except when their beloved uh, Big Ten football teams get passed over for SEC juggernauts come playoff time. Well, we were all sad that the GIE got canceled this year, but at GIEExpoToGo.com, you've got the opportunity to explore the industry's newest innovations by attending virtually. And while you're doing that online event, check out the exhibits from two of our road tour sponsors, both Jobber and Toro. From start to finish, Toro has you covered with an all-new professional lineup. Check out the Z-Master 4000 zero-turn mower. Equipped with Horizon 360, there's also a new Z-Master 2000. Grandstand multi-force attachments for every season. And a new 21-inch, 60-volt, heavy-duty walk mower. For more information, go to toro.com slash professional. toro.com slash professional. Hey friends, Paul here, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Jobber. From the quote request to the moment you are paid, Jobber brings everything together to make the entire job and customer experience seamless. Jobber makes it easy to get more work through online booking and quoting. To get started, just head over to getjobber.com to start your free 14-day trial. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for Internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscape contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. The Green Industry Podcast Fall Tour continues. Once again, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. All right, guys, we're back here with Corey Ballard in Akeny, Iowa. Ankeny. Ankeny, Iowa, where there's literally snow on the ground. Uh, We're just in Arkansas with Blake Hawthorne. Got a little sunburnt in the 70s in Arkansas and come I, up here and I'm jealous. Snowing. I'm jealous. Yeah, you're going down to Arkansas. Yeah, though, we're huh? heading to Arkansas next week on a little motorcycle trip. We were going to go up north uh, through Wisconsin up to Lake Superior and we got looking at it and there's four of us going and we were looking at the temperatures and the highs were like 28 and we're like, you know, guys, we're grown men. We don't, <laughs> we don't have to go north. We can yeah. go south. And so took four guys to figure out that that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you know, I've done a lot of motorcycle riding, but when you ride when it's 25, 30 uh, degrees, it's cold. Yeah. Even with great gear. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. So we're going to go, we're going to Arkansas. Yeah. It's a beautiful drive from uh, up there here to Iowa. So let's talk a little bit about Ballard products. Yes. How did this evolve from your actual lawn care landscape business? Yeah. So this is actually, excuse me, this is actually our 20th year, which I don't think most people realize because we just kind of, you know, Social media just blows up. I feel like up. the last year, Ball, I mean, you can't 
anywhere you go, Instagram, YouTube, you guys are there all over social media. Right. So again, social media has totally changed the game for us. So, so we started 20 years ago, um, with a single product. Um, my dad, we were lifting these heavy gates and my dad said, man, there's gotta be a better way. So he built this product called the easy gate. We patented it and we thought, well, I think we can sell these. Went out to GIE back in the day, 20 years ago. And there was nothing out like it on the market. And um, so we were the first gate assist on the market. Now there's a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. But uh, so we did that. And then we built a jack to lift the mowers up. And we started building products to help our lawn care company. And then we started thinking, man, I wonder if other people can use these. I mean, if we're using them every day and they make our business more efficient, effective, safe, which is kind of my tagline all the time is how can you get more efficient, effective, safe, and then ultimately more profitable Maybe we can sell these. Well, back in the day, there wasn't a great way to do that. So I went on the tour, like kind of like your road tour, but I was doing every trade show, mm-hmm. you know, all winter long, trade show after trade show after trade show, because there was no other way to get in front of people. And then I was running right. ads in Lawn and Landscape Magazine. And back in the day, there was one called Pro and Turf. I mm-hmm. think those may be gone now. Um, as magazines are really kind of dying. But um, and so we had this business and we, we started creating our own products. And then I also started picking up some other people's products that I was using. I'm like, you know, this is a great product, yeah. trailer racks and some of these other things. And so we had a full-time sales guy and one warehouse guy, and we just ran it out of a small bay down at perfect cut. And, um, so it was kind of a hobby business for me. And I did that for, um, you know, about 15 years and we still added products, but I didn't put a lot of energy into it. Um, we were using the distribution model back then. So we were having distributors sell it to dealers. And then, so it'd be in your local X mark dealer, right? Mm-hmm. And he'd have some of our gear, but it, he didn't really know what it was. He'd be on the back shelf. And, um, so like four years ago, I, I, I sat down and said, yeah, I'm either going to shut it down or I'm going to do something with it. I'm like, we got great products. The market, the industry, the long care industry is booming. Um, so I met with the guy and said, what do you know about social media? And he's like, well, more than you. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with that. And so we just started shooting some videos and started popping some ads on Facebook. Right. And then orders start coming in and we're like, Oh, maybe we're onto something. Shoot. You know? And, and, uh, so it really just evolved that quickly. You and I were talking before we got on air, like, you know, three years and I've all, I went, we went to GIE for 15 years and I quit going to GIE. It kind of got small after 2011, 12, it kind of had that downturn. And then it's now it's kicking butt again, minus COVID year. But yeah. Um, and so, you know, we were talking like even three years ago, didn't have an Instagram account, didn't have a YouTube channel, um, didn't, wasn't following anyone on YouTube. Didn't know who Stanley Genetic I, I or Brian Fullerton are. I did not know who the Dirt Monkey was. Somebody said the Dirt Monkey and I'm like, that guy makes cool cars. And they're like, no, no, that's a ga- that's gas monkey. Yeah, well, they're on a one day. Na- <laughs> if you say in the lawn and landscape business, if you just say Stan, everyone knows who you're talking about. And if you just say Brian... Everyone knows who you're talking about. Brian Fullerton, Stan Janet. They're just, just say first name. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. They're, they've done an awesome job. Those guys kill it. And, and, uh, and so we started, um, you know, our, we, we've got two Instagram channels cause I started one and realized I needed a business, another business. When people go, why do you have two Instagram channels? And I'm like, well, the problem was with the first one, it has 31,000 followers and I can't cancel it because the other one has 40. Oh. And so I've been talking to our Facebook rep and I go, can I, is there any way I can integrate them and because I'm sure there's a lot of people that follow both, right? Yeah, I always wondered why you did that. Because I st- I screwed up. That's why I yeah. started one and realized it wasn't a business account, so I started the other. Uh, but the other one kept getting so much. So now it's at the one I don't love is at 31,000 followers, and I can't stop it. Right. <laughs> so I got two, which is a nightmare, by the way. But I'd love. We've thought about just biting the bullet and and just saying, hey, everybody that don't you know move follow this one. We're going to shut this one down January first. Okay. 
I just don't know if I have the heart to do it. So. Yeah, it's hard. Thirty-one thousand. I mean, that's that's hard to. That's hard to do. What are you walk do? away from that? But so yeah, we um, so we got on social media and we started doing videos and our videos have certainly evolved. Kaz, who does our our, our videos now, and um, you know w- what I wanted to do was just show people you know, real life, um, nothing fancy. Cause we, first we had producers and we were doing these like fancy videos and they felt just like a commercial Yeah, and they worked, but they weren't, they didn't feel real. And so then I'm like, let's just grab an iPhone and let's go out and just show guys. Here's, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Here's what we use. Everything I sell, we use. And then that's my, that's my gauge. If I, if I won't use it, I don't, I won't sell it. I got to believe it works. Mm-hmm. My chair, my chair keeps going down. Like I'm, a li- I'm already short enough. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm already short enough to share. I'm going to have to get a new chair. Um, so we just, we started really doing kind of, and kind of gritty on purpose videos uh-huh. because we realized that our audience is you and me. It's guys out there cutting grass. They got one or two crews. They're owner operators. They care about their equipment. They care about their safety. They want to get faster and better. And, and, and so we just, literally shot every video on an iPhone for a couple of years and started getting some traction and then started an Instagram. And then just this year we introduced some brand ambassadors, Brian, obviously, and um, Blake, who you just interviewed. Yeah. And we got Sean up there in Minnesota. We got Alex at trifecta. We got some other guys that are, that are jumping on board and, and just getting the word out there of, um, of great products. And in some of the products we sell, you can get at other places and, and people, you know, give me a hard time for that, but we just wanted to make a really user-friendly great place to get products um and so about half the products we sell we make and then about the other half are just other people's products that we think are a great fit for in our industry and um i've got a bunch of other new products coming work that i'm working on i got prototypes everywhere that i'm working on we just launched our new line of mower blades that have just absolutely blown up and and so i'm always trying to just bring great products to the line that that i again that i would use that i think makes sense and um, that are cost effective and we try to make the, make it easy to order, you know, Stan just dropped a video last night and he was showing on the blades. Like I just wanted to make it super easy for a guy to order mower blades. Like, mm. You got a skag 48, you just click skag, you click 48 yes. it, instead of going out and getting a tape measure and measuring your blades. And yeah. So, you know, we're going to continue to expand that and I'm doing this full time now. So I've kind of stepped away from the day to day at perfect cut Yeah. and, um, I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I, I like to come up with ideas where I think that people can get better and more efficient and more effective. And I like to come up with ideas that I think make sense. And I think I know what works and what doesn't. I've missed yeah. the mark on a few, a couple of them I've came up with. And I'm like, that's going to be awesome. And everyone's like, no, we don't need that. And I'm like, oh, but, um, and so we've, again, we'll build the prototype. My brother's an awesome machinist. I'll kind of take him some stuff and my brother and my dad, and they'll weld it together and I'll send it off to the manufacturer and they'll make us a prototype. And then we test it out and we run it and we beat it up and then we, and we got a product. Yeah. Well, we're going to kick it back to Mr. Producer in the ATL and Corey's hooking up our listeners with the promo code fall tour. Sharp blades is key, man. We just interviewed him BNB lawn care and I'm asking them, how do you get those stripes, man? And uh sharp blades is one of the main components. And so I know actually Instagram, I woke up this morning and, I was scrolling through and the blade, your new blade commercial. Yeah. Somehow Instagram, they freaked me out, man. Cause me and Naylor were talking off air about this, um, video camera, mm-hmm. uh, gear that we're, I was looking to get and like 
I've never told anyone about this other nailer. And then that pops commercial up. pops up. And then, so I think they're listening to me because I've been talking to people. Yeah, I'm going to Corey Ballard. So your name's like my phone's hearing your name. And, 100%. Then, and then bam, there's the blade. So like our phones are listening to us. It's, it, it's scary. My wife and I were talking about getting the kids bikes. We were out of town. And not two minutes later, I'm re- and bikes are coming up on my feet. I did, yeah. I've never looked at kids' bikes online in my life, and it's in my feed. Yeah. So if you're thinking about some new blades, use promo code FALLTOR. Hey, Siri, send Paul Jameson of the Green Industry Podcast video ads for urinary incontinence. Hi there, it's Mr. Producer. You know, if the phone's already spying on us and it's feeding our algorithm with what it hears, why not spam somebody else? Uh, Paul, let me know if this works. You know, back in the day, that's how we used to do it. Uh, we would just go to the grocery store and grab these uh, ads off the bulletin board and fill out people's names and then send it in for all sorts of sensitive type of information. And one year, I probably got five packages of material on urinary incontinence. Pretty embarrassing, to be honest with you. Hey, if you don't like being spied on, well, you know, that's the trade-off. If you if you want your smartphone uh, to have that assistant feature, that always-on feature, well, you're going to have to disable it. If you don't want uh, them spying on you, just deactivate Hey Siri or disable OK Google. Whatever you do, don't disable your podcast app because we are coming back with more of Corey Ballard on tomorrow's show. Thanks for subscribing. Pass along the show to someone that you think might enjoy it. And thanks for hanging out with us today here on the Green Industry Podcast. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to Ballard Products, Entrepreneur Academy, Jobber, and Toro for powering our Midwest Fall Tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we have provided the links in today's show notes. And remember, use the promo code FALLTOUR when checking out at ballard-inc.com to save 10% and use the promo code PODCAST for 10% off at lawentrepreneuracademy.com. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.